Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's cool. get started. Cool. Y'all have joined a Supta Baddha Konasana in progress. So when you're ready, go ahead and take to the mat. Soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides. Take a long, slow breath in through your nose. Open your mouth and let it go. Your jaw soften, your face soften, the skin around your eyebrows, between your eyebrows soften. And next round of breath, go all the way to the top of the inhale, just pause. Just allow yourself to have that beat, then open your mouth, let it go again. Next round of breath, you're going to take a double inhale. So you'll breathe in, you'll go all the way to the top, pause. Then another breath in without exhaling. You just, as much as you possibly get in, then open your mouth, let all that out. And take longer to exhale than you did those two inhales. You have two more rounds like that. It's a full inhale, what you think or perceive as a full inhale. Then again, Feel that last bit of space, then long, slow exhale through your mouth. And one more like that. And take your hands wherever they are right now. Bring your arms up in the air and rub your hands together, creating heat between the palms, heat on the palms, and just go until you feel like your hands are really, really warm. <laughs> like in that space between the, uh, the cups of the palms, you feel like that's just radiating heat. When you get that, take your hands and place them over your eyes. Cups the palms over the eyes and your fingers fold over your forehead and you just pause. Notice what you perceive here. And then let your arms move out gently to the sides, cactus style. Draw your abdominals in, bring knees together, feet up off the floor to table. And then knees side to side and belly twisting pose. Gentle, light movement. Line the movement up with the pace of your breath. Start to perceive the tonal quality of, of your breath and how your body is moving. Is there anything that could soften and become more fluid right? in either your breathing or the rotation? So it's smoothing out any rough edges.
One more round here. Then we'll make our way back to center, plant your feet. Deep press down so your hips get light. Feel your sacrum, your tailbone kind of lifted, just lightly off the floor, just feeling light on the floor. That'll be our start point. When you exhale next, press up into bridge. You can have your arms in cactus or you can have them at your sides. Feet down, arm bones down, back of your head down. And then when you inhale, slowly return. Hovering, we're just keeping the hips light at the floor at the end of that inhale, then exhale up again. So slight reverse from how we usually do it. Use the exhale to really squeeze muscle to bone in the legs to press the feet down. Then use the inhale. Imagine that you're lengthening out. And with that inhale, kind of expanding your rib cage, pressing each rib, each vertebrae into the mat. Exhale to go up. Exhale is helping you ground down to do the muscular work. And then the inhale as it draws in, move it to your back body so you feel it expanding the rib cage backward down into the mat. So it's all a game of perception here. We do the same work whether you focus on it or not, but you'll do more and experience more, engage more with it because of the visualization. When you find yourself visualizing something else, moving your mind into some other corner of the universe, right back into that exhale lift. Feel your feet, feel your legs, feel your arms, feel the back of your head. And inhale, lengthen. So you're just going to imprinting each rib, thumbprinting each vertebrae down into the mat. One more round. Hips land, constructive rest pose. You're going to take your knees together. Let the feet stay where they are. Move lightly out. Take arms up toward the ceiling. Reach fingertips toward the ceiling. Spread your hands wide. Just like jazz hands, like sparkle fingers. It's like we're at a pep rally for yoga. And then... Fingertips and tips of the thumb together in bird beaks. And then you're just going to roll the bird beaks and go clockwise, counterclockwise, up and down, in and out. Then palms face one another. Lift your shoulder blades up off the floor, far as they go. Keep that action. Take your arms toward the back wall, your arms in line with your eyes. From here, feel your sacrum. Pull your abdominals in and press your sacrum down toward the floor. So that your sacrum feels level from bottom to top. And then reach long fingertips toward the back wall. So you're really using a lower abdominals to hold the hips down. And you feel your side bodies get long through ring and pinky fingertip. Right. Lace your fingers. Be sure you can still see your arms. You see your triceps at least in your peripheral vision. Press the knuckles toward the back wall. Press your feet down. Press your sacrum down. 
elongate side body. You can hug the arms in toward your face. And then slow release of that. Let the arms back at your sides in cactus or goalposts. Let your upper body melt and breath in. Breath out. We'll draw knees to chest. Give them a good hug in. Nose to knees. Curl up, roll up to seated and then around to downward facing dog. Take a moment to be still, to arrive. Set your gaze the spot close to the uh, the center of the mat right between the feet we'll all be a little different there with the angle of the pose but you'll see your feet you'll see the back of your mat you'll see the entire periphery of your vision you should see everything in that peripheral vision evenly and so you set the eyes to one point you soften them to take in all the points but the eyes don't move around, the awareness, the perception doesn't move around. You're just seeing this one space where you are. The eyes really soft. And so you're setting your focus to be here. And then we think of the focus of the eyes, right? Uh, but we're, we're setting the, the tone of focus for the brain, right? The, the retina is part of the brain. How we use our eyes really, really affects our brain. We know that when we see something we can't unsee, like it really affects our brain. Right? The way we see things, right? the way we perceive things matters. Right? In the yoga practice, we're just trying to let the eyes be still so that we have one pointed focus, drishti, darshan, and soft. So there's this ease and receptivity and openness. Next inhale, come forward to a high plank. You're just going to let your gaze trace out along your mat toward the front of the mat and then directly underneath your eyes as you set up the plank. Looking straight down to the floor, but you're still seeing entire periphery. Draw your heart forward. The gaze will move slightly forward then. Again, see the entire periphery. It's easy to go tunnel vision here. You won't. Means you'll focus, but you'll soften that gaze. Breath in. And breath out. Back to down dog. You're just going to slide slowly back, taking the gaze with you, letting it trace at the same pace as your body. And when you want to get adept at flow and really moving at breath pace, it includes moving your eyes at that pace. And something we'll continue to work on. And so when you do uh, make big movements, right? Like here, we're going to take the gaze forward, but it doesn't need to be quick. It's not darting your eyes forward. It's just taking the time. Look forward. Step forward. Top of the mat. We get to halfway lift, right? Back into an asana where we set the gaze, soften it, be sure that's going on. And then as you bow in, just tracing that gaze back down the mat into the wall behind you. And breath in. Breath all the way out. Press your feet down 
And so your gaze is towards the back wall right now. Just keep it there. Draw your abdominals in. As we roll up to standing, hands at your legs, you're tracing your gaze up your center line. So you're looking at your navel and then your heart center as you come to stand. As you arrive at standing, gaze comes level, arms go up, heart lifts, gaze lifts in the same way we did in that plank. So it's not up towards the ceiling, we're not dropping the head back, disconnecting from center. It's like you're looking up from heart and it's just coming up through the body, through the eyes and heart, same direction. And as you bring hands to heart center, samastiti, a couple of different drishti points here. You could set your gaze to your fingertips, soften it. You could set your gaze straight ahead, eye level. That's a particularly good for for us right? in the 21st century where most of our gaze seems to be at our devices. Uh, so down toward our hand is our usual default. So your gaze straight ahead, eyes set and soft is probably a, is a good practice. And uh, then there's also closing the eyes. And closing the eyes, and it's as if you were looking up toward the center of your forehead, the third eye. That would be the, the direction that your eyes move. Uh, not quite like rolling the eyes, just a, a light lift. So you got those three, see how they feel for you. How you set your eyes, it just sets the internal focus. And another way too, to be able to come back to ourselves. When we notice ourselves distracted, we notice ourselves looking around, looking down when we're supposed to be looking straight ahead, looking side to side, looking for something to distract our mind. Any of those situations, pull back into drishti, set your gaze one point, soften to take in all points, and you're back in this focused, peaceful state. It's easy to do. It's hard to remember to do it. Harder to discipline ourselves to do it. When we do it, it works. Have a breath here. Let you let out slowly. Sunny, inhale, reach up. Exhale, bow forward. And breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high to low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Breathe out. Low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hand, step back, hide a low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Open more, breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in. Breathe out, down dog, arrive, have a moment, check your gaze, empty your breath, look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands, breathe in, lift halfway, breathe out, fold. Let your head go. The gaze is at the back wall. For those of you that are already on to the next pose, forward fold. Let your head go. Take that like last vertebrae, the one right between your ears, and just let it open up. It's a little head nod here. So if you nod the chin in. So that's nod the chin in. <laughs> Nodding would mean like when we say yes. That's the head head movement we're trying to get. Um, seeing some no's. So we're going to like, uh, no means no, but yes means yes. And so we're going to get the nod. Okay. Now when you nod, right, there is, there's like the way to like head bang and that's, that's totally fine. Like you can be a really enthusiastic. Yes. Totally fine. What we're trying to get here is where we really nod, where we really get to the very top of the spine. And that is the AO joint, which is between your ears. So your head will stay dropped this entire time. Your chin will just move up toward your collarbones and then be released lightly down. And that's the extent of this movement. Chin toward your collarbone so the back of your head drops even further. It's like you tuck in. It's like you're going to somersault. Right? And then you release. So really light nod. Get yourself to the space between your ears. I'm not talking figuratively. I'm talking literally. That's the joint. Breath here, and then breath out. Bend your knees, crouch down, tuck tight, and then half lift, breathe in, keep your gaze at the floor. Exhale, bend down, tuck tight. So really get chin in, get forehead toward your knees. 
and then half lift back of your neck straight and long. Gaze will be at the floor. So moving back and forth, you crouch down. You can lift your heels, bring your knees up towards your forehead, tuck your forehead in towards your knees. It sounds like that. And then half lift. Two more like that. Deep tuck. And then full extension of the spine. Well, full uh, axial extension for those of us that get really technical. You're not looking forward. The neck is not hinging. Go ahead and release this. Come on down to sit and onto your back. Hug your knees in. Put your head down. So I'm seeing a lot of neck stuff going on. Have a moment. Catch your head right between your fingertips. Lift your head and just slide it back on your mat. Feel the back of your neck. Like it's just a total natural position. There is no crease at the top of the neck by the head. There's no uh, overextension of the neck. Just feels like there's there's the ability of the neck muscles to release completely. Get breath in. Breath out. And breath in, catch hold of your knees. When you breathe out, drop your navel towards your spine. Start to feel your lowest ribs pull toward the floor. Abdominals in, tuck up, curl in, getting into a really tight tuck. A lot of abdominal work here. Take your chin, bring it down as close to that notch in your collarbones as you can. So as much forward flexion to the neck as you go. Now look to the ceiling and thrust your chin toward the ceiling. This is a position that you can probably right now tell that you never want to be in again, correct? Probably. Probably can't even speak. Uh, yeah, cool. Come on down to your back and uh, lay your neck down, lay your head down. And yet that is the position that I saw in half lift in at least half of the half lifts. Mm, half of the half lifts. 50% of the half lifts. We're doing that. It doesn't feel that way because we're, we're opposite, right? So what we just did was we came down, we made your head very heavy to do that work. We don't want to be doing that to ourselves ever, but we certainly don't want to be doing that to ourselves in yoga. And if every time you come through halfway lift, you did that with your neck, we're really not helping. Knees in, nose to knees. Do that thing where you tuck in, walk up to seated and sit cross-legged. So upright, hands behind the head, and lift up. And then point between your ears. Just bring your fingertips to that, like, like where your ears are, where the, the inner ears. Just a little nod here. Right? So this it's a tiny little action. Right? And then there's like, yeah, I want that. But then there's this like just nodding of the AO joint, this little back and forth. It also will let you go side to side. You can do a little wibble wobble. In India, this is yes, side to side. It's kind of confusing. Uh, but you got forward and back, you got side to side, you got a bobble head, it's all good. Uh, come back to center, bring your hands down to your lap. Now do let your head come forward and down. Uh, this is iPhone posture. If you guys want to look, you can see this. Does everyone see that this is like iPhone? Or this is like computer. 
anyone or laptop. The smaller your laptop is, the more powerful it is, but the more you do this, right? Yeah. So no wonder we do that through our yoga practice. Sit up, sit tall, feel the back of your neck, right? The way that the back of the neck is here when you're trying to sit up as tall as you go and elongate and be like elegant and graceful, that's the neck position for half lift, right? Good. Launch your chin toward the ceiling. Uh, can you see why this would be an, not a great position in general? But like in halfway lift, looking forward, this, put your hands on your uh, on the side of your neck. And when you do this, feel what happens to those, uh, those strap muscles there. Pull your head back to center. And then look. See what happens to your uh, throat when you put your fingertips there? You look up. And then uh, relax down. Did anyone feel less tension when they did that? Did anyone feel less tension? No, I don't think so. Uh, so let's come back up to this idea. So actually, just stay where you are for a second, and I'll show you if you're visual. Okay, so I'm going to tuck in, and this is that drop. This is that tuck in. I'm not doing this. That would be a, uh, a, a thrusting, a, a forward head. I'm tucking in. Then when I come to half lift, I'm working on refining that head position to then tuck. So none of this is going... Make sense? Yeah. Necks connected to shoulders, connected to upper back. How we treat this just goes all the way down. You know what else comes through here? Your entire nervous system. Anything that's coming out of your brain comes through here. So let's go back to uh, hands at your shins and half lift and find what is, I mean, you're not, you're not going to hurt yourself in one time doing this. So find what's looking forward. Find that crane of the head. Then find just like half of that. Then take all of it out, right? Because I will tell you that most of you are not doing that overly dramatic thing that I was doing. You're just doing like half of it. And yeah, don't look at me. Look at the floor. Find your position, right? Yeah. I'm not going to do anything interesting, right? Yeah. Even Gibbs is asleep, so you don't have to look at him. Just find the right position for your neck and then release down forward fold this time and let your head go and find that, uh, that nod here where you really let all of it go. So not forward, the deep nod, chin up towards your collarbones. Yeah, good. Each time we come to a forward fold, this is what we're going for. This you know, deep release of the back of your neck. Go just shy of this. Go where you're not quite released. That's where most of us live in forward fold. Then go just shy of that. That's where some of us uh, end up. Then go all the way. Let that, let your, let that head, just, your brain just drop. Good. All right. From here, move from your feet. Move from your core body. Take a half lift where the last thing you do and the most important thing you're thinking of is bringing shoulders, neck, and head into alignment. Abdominals in, pull yourself to your legs. And the last thing you do, most important thing you're going to place in this is your head dropping. Then you press down on your feet and roll up to stand. Stack your head and then the arms. Exhale, we'll bow forward. So you bow forward and you're tracing your gaze down the front wall. I think of this as like the karate kid bow. Moving all the way down and then... The head drops completely. Now half lift, abdominals in, heart forward. Then place your shoulders, neck, and head. 
Keep that. Plant your hand, step back, high to low push-up. Check out what your neck is doing here. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Breathe out, downward-facing dog. Breathe in, take your right leg up and back behind you. As your leg moves up and back, the gaze just stays right where it was. Doesn't move at all. Bend the right knee, bring it toward your right elbow. As you shift forward, knee to elbow, your gaze is right back into the plank position gaze. Foot steps down, hands to heart. Come up, crescent lunge. And then hands to heart center. Bring your chest in line with your front thigh. Your gaze straight down at the floor. Back of the neck is long. Keep it. Low push-up. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Think about the tips of your ears being pulled to the ceiling. And down dog. Breathe all the way out. You set your gaze. That sets the length of your neck. Keep it. Don't change anything. Take left leg up and back behind you. Bend the knee. Pull it into your chest. Rock forward. Rock forward. The gaze traces forward. You're in a plank. The gaze sets just like it would in plank. Right at the floor. No neck crease. Plant the foot. Breathe in and reach up. No neck creases there. You're lifting your heart to lift the gaze. Hands to heart. Chest in line with front thigh. Hands down. Check out the back of your neck here. Keep the gaze just at the floor. You're drawing your heart forwards. The gaze moves with the heart. Then upward facing dog. You're looking up from the center of your chest. Tips of your ears drawn toward the ceiling. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Set your gaze right between your feet. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Press your feet down. Draw your abdominals in. Then elongate your spine. Shoulders, neck, and head are last, and you're really precise about how you align them. Then keep everything in the shoulders, neck, and head the way it is. Pull your abdominals in. Bring your chest to your thighs. Then release shoulders, neck, and head, and let your head go all the way in. Press your feet down. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose, squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, fan your fingers, but no stress in the back of your neck. Hands to heart, bend your knees, fold. When you get there, shoulders, neck, and head, they go. Press your feet down, abdominals in, then chest forward, then align shoulders, neck, and head. Plant your hands, step back. Keep your gaze set in those planks. Upward facing dog breathing. Back of the neck long, tips of the ears toward the ceiling. Breathe out, downward facing dog. The gaze stays at that spot between the feet as the right leg goes up and back. Nothing changes in the gaze. Big, soft gaze. Bend your knee. Bring it to your right elbow. Big step. Breathe in, reach up. So the gaze is, is usually forward, a little elevated because your heart is a little elevated. Hands to heart, chest in line with front thigh. Your gaze is at the floor. When you put your hands down and you step back, you're in a plank that goes low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Tips of your ears to the ceiling. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Your gaze sets right between your feet, stays. Left leg up and back. Gaze. Next day's in line. Bend your knee. Shift forward. Step. Press your feet down. Breathe in. Reach up. Heart lifts back of the neck long. Think about the fingers on the back of your neck. Feeling 
muscle that's relaxed. Hands to heart, chest in line with front thigh. Plant your hands. A low push up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog, tips of the ears up. And downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Look forward. Walk or lily hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in. Abdominals in, heart forward. When you come into the halfway lift, like shoulders, neck, head, where are they? How are they lining up? What's going on? Is there tension that doesn't need to be there? Breathe out, abdominals in, chest to thighs, shoulders, neck, head. Tuck your chin up and in. And sit your hips back here. You're going to lift your chest. Reach Ukatasana. The gaze here is on the floor, out in front of you on the floor for a good degree. Okay. Then exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, gaze stays. High to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot forward, back foot flat. Press your feet down. Breathe in and reach up. Your gaze is straight ahead. Keep it. Don't move it as you turn to warrior two. Do not move your eyes. Do not pass go. Reverse your eyes. Follow your front arm up. And up to warrior two. Gaze to the front wall again. Before you take the gaze forward on the floor. Set the gaze for plank. Take the plank. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look to your left hand, step the left foot forward. Back foot flat. You come up warrior one, your gaze is set at the front wall. Do not move it. Body moves around it to warrior two, eyes stay set. Follow your front hand as the chest moves, the gaze moves. Come up to warrior two, I set to the front wall, and then they trace down. Step back, you breathe out, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog, tips of your ears toward the ceiling. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, abdominals in, heart forward, then shoulders, neck and head. If we don't think about it, like the chin will lead every time. Abdominals in, chest to thighs, shoulders, neck, head. Good. Sit your hips low and then stack diagonally, hips, rib cage, arms. Gaze is set out diagonally on the floor in front of you and then bow. Chest to thighs first. You release shoulders, neck, head. Breathe in. Press your feet down. Abdominals in. Chest forward, shoulders, neck, and head last. Plant the hand. Step back. High to low push-up. Press the floor. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Hands down. Pixie ears up. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. Right foot forward, back foot flat, 
breathe in, reach up. Gaze at the front wall, keep it. Warrior two, breathe out. Breathe in, lift your chest, lift the arms at the gaze with that hand. And then up through warrior two, I spot the front wall, clock it. Then look to the front of your mouth, take your hands down. Heart forward, you're in a plank, set the gaze so the back of your neck is long. You're looking straight down at the floor. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Tips of the ears up. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Left foot forward, back foot flat. Breathe in. Drishti point straight ahead, eyes soft. Moving to warrior two. Press your feet down, lift your chest. So reverse. Up through warrior two. Hands to the mat, look forward on the floor where you're gonna look for plank. Press the floor, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Bring that all the way to child's pose or forearms down for dolphin. Dolphin is a little tricky for the neck too. You're going to look for the same uh, arrangement where it's just long. So yeah, too far forward with your head. Drop your head. Drop your head. Like really? There you go. When we're creating our head in any of these poses, we're just doing too, we're trying too hard. We're doing too much in the wrong place. Any energy we use in the wrong places cannot be used in the right places. Like that's just, that's like Newton's 18th law or something. It's not, just in case anybody's taking notes. But it's true. Like you're using energy in one place, you only got so much of it. Don't make it building tension in your neck. Unless, of course, you want more tension in your neck. Like, I'm not here to judge whether you want more or less tension in your neck. But it's the unintended consequences that most of us are, are, are most keenly aware of when our body hurts. We don't mean to cause ourselves pain, but we do because we're human. We just like you know, we're gonna use the yoga to define where we're in our own way. Come on up to your hands and knees, then to downward facing dog. Look forward and walk or hop top of the mat. Breathe and lift halfway. Take stay here. Tilt your head forward. Like, look at the front wall. Look at the front wall. Lean with the chin completely. Nobody's really doing this ever. But then just do like an inch down from that. And yeah, we see a lot of this. And do just like a little inch down from that. And now really align your gaze to the floor. And just notice how much difference there is in those, right? There's just like a lot of difference in how the neck is aligning. Right. Keep it. Right leg back, airplane. And then just notice what happens. Did you start to look forward? Did you lead with the chin? Can you bring the gaze back directly to the floor? 
and it's subtle. From here, hands to heart center. We're going to turn the whole body, gaze and shoulders and hips and leg out in the half moon balancing. So extend the arms. Left hand's not going to touch the floor unless you need it to. Everything turns at once. Your gaze is the side wall, your shoulders, your collarbones to the side wall, your hips to the side wall. We got breath in. And then hands to heart. Foot to mat, hands down. We'll step the left leg back, low lunge. Walk the right foot right, turn the toes to the diagonal. Let the leg rotate out, bend the back knee. So as you stay here, set your gaze on the floor. Right arm out in front. It's an unfortunate uh, moment of salute here. But uh, leave with your pinky finger. Go around back. Turn your gaze to look at your shoulder as you move. Look at your shoulder, not your hand. And then if your hand goes to your foot, great. If it doesn't, just uh, leave it where it is. Right. But you're looking at your shoulder. And then set your gaze to the back wall. Good. Draw your heart forward. So as you do that, slowly shift your head back into position, looking at the side wall where you were looking in half moon. Pull your heart forward and just feel that both sides of your neck are equally long. So now we're talking side to side, left to right. Like uh, this is the tips of the ear thing being pulled forward. So you so like from your knee back there to the tips of your ears, get long. Press your left hand down. Like side plank this thing in your left hand. Breath in. Okay, no slingshots. Breath out. We're going to undo this right hand to the floor. Right knee steps back in line with the left. Left leg steps out as if for straddle. Left arm opens up. Stack. Thumb over shoulder, look up at your top hand. Like Really just like bring the chin in, look up. And then bring this down and through. Look to the sidewall. Same position, same place we were looking before, that sidewall gaze. Sides of the neck long. We're just going to stay here. Press right hand down. Press the back of the left arm down. Breathe. And on an inhale, undo it. Come on back to hands and knees. Pause. Feel your body. Feel the length of your neck as you press your hands and feet down. Tips of your ears toward the front wall. Back of the neck long. Tuck your toes. Down dog. Set your gaze. The gaze is set around that spot between the feet. For some of us a little front, for some of us a little back. How do we know? It's the back of your neck again. Big surprise. Get to know what's going on there. This is a really good place to define it. When you know what drishti point here works for you, start to feel out how that affects your neck. Memorize that neutral positioning. Then lightly tilt your head forward to step forward top of the mat. When you go to look forward, just make it light on yourself. 
Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward, hug in, abdominal curl in, you drop your chin and you drop your head. Every time you do this, get that benefit of the release. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. You're looking straight ahead for this one. And then exhale, arms down and around behind you. As you uh, want to lace the fingers, you could lace the fingers completely. You could just let, let the fingers find each other, right? Maybe they find, maybe they don't. Squeeze the shoulder blades together, but then notice what you do with your chin. Pretty much all of us, as soon as we uh, get the arms behind us, we do head forward or chin up. It's just human. It's just really human. Pull the tips of your ears toward the ceiling. Good. Keep the standing line really strong. No head jutting forward, no chin jutting up. Right. So you're just going to get this positioning, bend your knees, and go halfway with the arms in this position. Bring your head into alignment. Take the arms wide to the sides. Slide your left leg back, airplane. One thing you can think of here is balancing something from the back of your head to your heel. That line, you're pulling your head up to that line, you're pulling your heel to that line. Gaze stays straight down toward the floor. Big toe and back down toward the floor. Enhance to heart center. We're going to turn the whole thing. You're going to turn your gaze to the sidewall. So you turn your collarbones and your hips to the sidewall. Balancing half moon. When you exhale, look to the floor, fingertips to the floor, left foot down, right leg back. Low lunge, walk your left foot left, turn the toes to the diagonal, right. draw your heart forward, bend the back knee. If that's problematic for your back knee at this point, don't do it. We are not turned. So everyone who's already turned, come on back to center. That means if you have your hand on your knee or you have your hand on your back foot, you've gone too far. The first thing we did, if you, if you really want to copy like what we did last time, first thing we did was pull the heart forward and then extend the left arm out. Moment here, reach from your back knee up through fingertips, then stack left shoulder over right. That'll take your arm straight up. Let the arm move back Look to your shoulder, so the chin slightly tucked in, look to the shoulder. Bring your foot to your hand, but you're not going to look to your foot. You're looking at your shoulder here. Engage to the back wall. Pull your heart forward. You're going to then reorient your head. To take all that, that extraneous stuff out, look directly to your side wall, just like we did in Half Moon. And especially if you have the hand and foot together, imagine that's on a wall. Your hand is against the wall. Bring your head back to that wall. Keep your gaze straight to the side wall.
No slingshots on the back foot. You can take the hand away. Bring body back forward, square up. Left hand down. Left knee steps back. Right leg out into the straddle. Right elbow up toward the ceiling. Open. You gaze to the side wall. And breathe out. Arm down and through. Press the foot down, press the left hand down, press the right arm down. Notice the two sides of your neck here. Often we'll just lay our head down, like however. Right? Uh, you don't want to be doing that with your like. With your brain and your nervous system, we don't want to do anything like just however. But it's it's common. Just being just a little more interested in how things are going for you. Okay. Inhale, unwind this, come back, hands and knees. To downward facing dog. Pause here, breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Look through your hands, walk or lightly hop to seated. Across the right ankle in front of the left, Siddhasana. Lift up. Hinge forward at your hip. Go as far into the hinge. Adjust the hinge as you can go. What that means is that you're moving just at the hip crease. You're bringing your body forward at the, the diagonal. right? And it'll be more a different angle like for each of us. And, and once you've done that, once there's no more, there's no more hinging at the hip pivot, right? then navel center towards your spine. Start to, to make like a cat pose. And the final element of the cat pose is the chin being drawn toward the notch between the collarbones. It's that full release the back body all the way up to the brain. On your inhale, slowly come on up and take your time when you get to seated. Stack your spine, take a moment to lift up and to feel that you're well aligned. And lean a little out, undo it, left ankle in front of right, 
lift up. And again, from your hip crease, we're gonna hinge forward. This may look a lot different than the, the hinge we just did. Totally fine. Hands to you. Now pause here, lengthen out. So what we're doing here is pure hip action. This is, this is where you get the hip opener. This is where you get the leg stretch. Then navel to spine, pull your abdominals in. Round from the lowest rib. You can think of it that way, the lowest rib. And then the last thing to go is chin in toward the collarbones. And why is she being so specific about that? Because it's really important, the order of operations there. If we try to drop the head too soon, or if we drop the head too soon, we won't be able to go all the way with the other elements. So when we take folds, we start with the hip mobility. We get that before we move into the spinal mobility so that we can get all of the hip mobility possible. Then working from the lower spine, we're just allowed to get as much of this action to happen along the complete length of the spine as we can, which means that we will be able then to get all the way up. If we're, if we're moving consecutively, we all the way up at that joint at the very top of the spine to really let the head go. Otherwise, what we do, what I do and you do, we all do, we will move at our most flexible part, our most mobile vertebrae, our most mobile hip joint, whatever it is, first. And we will always go, none of us is lazy. We showed up to yoga, 4.30 on Monday. But our body is an efficiency enthusiast. Like it will move at the place it's most able to move and leave all the others out. So we have to be a little smarter than our habits. Like that, that might be the secret to life, being a little smarter than our habits. Breath in. Breath out. And on an inhale, come on up to seated. Take soles of the feet to the floor and take your hands back behind you and palms to the mat, fingers turn to whatever degree you, you feel comfortable in your hands. Toes can point straight forward or feet can be a little turned out to the sides. Your choice there. Press your hands down, press your feet down to lift your hips up. Really get your heels involved. Heels pulling into the mat, pulls your knees a little forward. Those of you who do these in the gym with weights on, Add that element, add your little heels digging in for your uh, your thrusters or your hip thrust. You'll, you'll get a little more weight, uh, a little more ability to move that. On your exhale, slowly come down, sacrum down, and then abdominals in. Start to just press your spine down toward the floor, going one vertebra at a time. Then arrive down to the mat. Take a moment, feel your sacrum, your low back, if your low back needs lengthening, lift your rib cage, send it back. If, we, if you really need to spend some time with that roll down, you probably got it aligned really well. Leave it. And then again, if your neck needs a little length, pick up your head, slide it back. And the neck uh, just in its natural shape. You can 
kind of know that's going on by your gaze being straight up at the ceiling, your nose pointing straight up, uh, your chin is not pointing up. Take arms out to the sides, take your feet out to the edges of the mat, rock side to side in windshield wipers, and just each time you come back through center, feel that level of your sacrum. Good, and let your eyes fall gently closed. Feel that moment at center where it's level. And then we'll pause over to, whenever you get to the next side, just pause. Breathe there. Back to center. And when you get back here, since uh, we had a moment of dropping into gravity, have a moment of lifting your hips up out of it and replacing them back at center. Lift your ribcage, lift your head, whatever you need to do to align back at center. That's, that's a real thing. If you let yourself kind of drop into that, you will have come back just slightly off center. Totally fine. Just get back to it, then knees over to the left. So when we're just kind of swishing side to side, we're not really letting anything get kind of shifted in that way. But when we stay here a little bit, we actually do want things to get, get drawn down. And it happens so slowly, we don't always know that's what's going on. Breath in. Breath out. And just see if you can be aware. Okay. And next inhale, you're going to just allow the leg bones to move back to center. Just realign and then pause. Don't do anything. But once they arrive back, just notice if you feel that one hip's a little higher, one's a little lower, something scooted around. Okay. And if you, you replace your uh, sacrum at center, once you replace your sacrum, move your ribcage, move your head back into alignment. And then bring knees into chest. Give them a good hug. You can have any finishing postures you like here. Right? Any way you want to take them. I'm going to zip it. And you make your way to Shavasana.
when you feel ready to move again with deepening your breath. Let it move through you, outward for the center. Feel the boundaries of skin. Breath is moving outward, letting that boundary expand. And then releasing everything that's not you. But enriched by that expansion. Enlivened by that expansion. And comforted in the drawing back to center. With your next breath in, start to spread out your fingers and toes. Feel the edges of you. And roll to your right side. And make your way up to seated. Big shoulder shrug here. Bring hands together at heart center. And then thumbs to forehead center. Super work, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Awesome sauce. Thank you. Good stuff. See you soon.